tested. Mother approved. I'm the kid Ruben. I'm the mom Dawn. Hi everybody. I had to sneak it in. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not even sneaking it at this point. Okay, I'm not saying it next time. Yes, you are. You're totally gonna say it next time. Nope. Anyway. Uh, if <laughs> you never listen to the show before, uh, this is Kid Tested Mother Approved. It's a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme is given to us, and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. Yes, and this week's theme was a spooky theme. It was Spooky. comedy horror because we're doing mishmash. Is that what yeah, we're calling? Yeah, mishmash May. May. <laughs> you forgot what month. Well, it was. I was gonna say March. No, it's May. It's May. Mishmash May. <laughs> mishmash May. Mishmash May. Okay, so and our theme was comedy horror. Yes. So, um, you're first. Yes. What did I make you watch? You made me watch Fright Night. And so, you made me watch, you gave me a choice between the original Fright Night and the remake of Fright Night. And the remake of Fright Night has, and this sounds like I'm dogging these people, and I'm not dogging these people, but I just need to clarify this. Okay. The remake of Fright Night has a huge cast. Uh, Dave Franco, David, uh, what's his name? I always want to call him Russell Crowe. He's not Russell Crowe. Colin Farrell. Yes. Uh, you want to call Russell Crowe Colin Farrell? Yeah, because in I my mean, brain they kind of look the same. They're oh, totally different. Okay. And they're like 30 years apart. Yeah, no, but I asked you, did you want 2011 or 1986? And well, you picked 86. 86, because I'd never seen the original. But it, so in the okay. re, And the re, remake has a huge, I mean, Anton Yelchin, Yelkin, I'm sorry, Anton Yelchin. I mean, well, never mind. But he he's the main kid. Like, it's got a pretty big cast. Yeah. The original has Roddy McDowell and Chris Sarandon. Like, they're the biggest names. They're... And not a lot of people know who Roddy McDowell is. But at that time, they did. Right. And everybody knew who Chris Sarandon was, right? Um, I would say but, now more than ever. But was Princess Bride out before or after this? Ab- after. Okay, so. I mean, Chris Sarandon went on to do a lot. I mean, he went on to do Child's Play. He went on to be Jack Skellington. Chris Sarandon, he's been on here three times. Has he? Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. Princess Bride. Okay. And now this. Okay. I would like to meet him. He seems really nice. I would love to meet him. He's a great actor because he plays good and bad. Yeah. Which does not make you a good actor, but he plays them he both well. He can play both, both sides. Fright Night is a fun movie. It, and it's a fun concept. And for me, when you make, especially a comedy horror, and I even think just horror, the concept needs to be fun. Like, when I see a horror movie, yeah. you know what I really don't want to see? Huh. Some blonde... <laughs> Yeah, some blonde doofus running around and then her insides become her outside. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't care. I don't get satisfaction from that. Which is funny, because I love the Saw franchise. Okay. But I love the Saw franchise because it's not just some... It's Like you said, it's not just blah, 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 and my gut's on the inside. Everything is a trap, and it's all set up, and you're designed to win the game. You can win the game, but it's all designed for you. And it's like, a, you could win. It, it's, it's very interesting and it's very like there's a lot to it it's not just like my insight like the whole there's this whole thing called the reverse bear trap where it's a big bear trap on the head and it, if it reverses it pulls your your the top of your head all the way back yeah yeah not gr- not great but the whole thing is like it's because of her this girl's view of herself and but like these traps make sense and the i haven't seen any of them and i can tell you you're I going to watch the first one eventually because it's not what you think. It's okay. really the po- this is such a side tangent. The poster for the original Saw yes. is that girl in the bear trap. Do you want to know how much of that is in the movie? About a minute maybe. Wow, okay. That's she's not even a main character. Kind of like with Scream, right? Where the the poster wasn't the poster Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore's front and center in the poster. Right. And, and she dies in the first minute. Like right. but it was just like, "Ooh, look, doesn't this look 
Because what are you going to really do? For, I mean, there's also a severed leg in the poster, which... But that... I'm not going to... Just because you right. actually might actually really enjoy the first Saw, and that's the only one I'd make you watch. The other ones do get a little bit more graphic. You would probably have to do like you did, and we will get back to our original thing. Sorry. Um, what was that movie with Johnny Depp and Helen Bonham Carter, Sweeney Todd? Yeah. That you made me watch, which was actually Years good. Years ago, yeah. But then you said, okay, Mom, now close your eyes. Yeah, now close your eyes, because it gets a little like, ooh. But then there was a couple times you forgot. I was yeah. like, Ruben! <laughs> Sorry, Bob. But that's, I mean, that, that to right. me, the original Saw is a really, like, interesting, like, it, it's a thriller. It's not a horror. Right. But we're talking about horrors today. We're talking about the original Fright Night. Yes. Which you, you pitched to me as a comedy horror. Which... And I remember this, the, I want to say sequel, but that's incorrect, because it's a remake. Yes. Which is so confusing, because... So there's two Fright Nights. Yes. There's also two Fright Night 2s. Both Fright Night 2s do not have anything to do with each other. The second Fright Night 2 was like one of those direct-to-DVD... Oh, because like, it didn't probably have any of no, the same actors no, in it. No, no, no. Did you know that the, uh, what is it, the original, that there's a American Psycho 2? Yes, I did. That went straight to DVD, does yes. not have Christian Bale, Doesn't it's like Mila Kunis, like... Yeah. But it, it's one, or Mila, or whatever you say. But it, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, look, we have a license. Let's just slap this name on it and put it out there. Right. Um, so Fright Night, 1985, 86. Something like that. Stars a kid named Charlie who likes horror. He likes this uh, guy named Peter Vincent. Yes. Peter Vincent's like a horror host and like does all that kind of stuff on TV. Um, he hosts Fright Night. Yeah. Which it, is like a late night It's like horror. Elvira, right? Yeah. Didn't yeah. Elvira used to do that? Yeah. Where it was like, come watch a scary movie. It's not, but it reminded me too of the Crypt Keeper, where it's like he sure. like introduces a story, and right. he's like, I'm even though the Crypt Keeper's not in any of the tales from the crypt. Right. It's just Peter like Vincent a, was in it. Peter these Vincent, films. yeah, which is so funny because it's almost like. Here's my problem. Okay. Peter Vincent is his real name, correct? Assumed, because they call him Peter Vincent. Everyone calls him. Well, Mr. yeah, Vincent. but he says to them at one point, "It's not even my real name." Right. But his, like, even when he gets the eviction notice, right. it's to Peter Vincent. Right. So it's what he has changed his name to. But the character in the movies is also named Peter Vincent. Yes. So, like, there's these movies starring a guy. It'd be like, this summer, Vin Diesel is Vin Diesel. Right. Like, it's like, that doesn't work. Like, it's right. kind of fun. And it's fun to, like, a fictionalized version of himself, because actors do that all the time. But a whole franchise playing a vic like, a fictionalized version of yourself that's weird that's weird so he, he likes peter vincent and then he's like he's like trying to kiss his girlfriend or whatever and then she's like oh, let's boink and he's like okay and then like he sees a coffin being moved in next door and he's like oh wow it's a vampire and then i don't know then he's convinced that he's convinced his neighbor's a vampire his new neighbor and then, like, what's his name? Then he meet, then we meet his friend Ed, and he calls him evil. You are not supposed to like Ed. Right. Ed's kind of a scumbag. I didn't like Ed because the actor playing Ed was not great, in my opinion. Like, I right. I didn't like him because... I, I had negative feelings for him because I felt like he was not a good actor. Okay. Not because you're supposed to dislike him. Well, and his laugh... And I know it was on yeah. purpose, but his laugh kind of bugged me. It felt Everything about that character felt so fake. Right. Like, his, the way he would say lines felt fake. The way he would react to things felt fake. I just, like, you're not supposed to like him, and I didn't, but it, I don't feel like that was the actor's... Tr like, the actor was not the reason I disliked him, if that makes sense. 
him being a good actor was not the reason I disliked that character. Him being a bad actor was. Okay. I just, I couldn't get into Ed, like, I don't know what you're really supposed to feel about Ed, whether you're supposed to like him or dislike him. He just felt there, and, like, sometimes you don't like him, other times you do, but, like, relationship with Charlie is also never really, like, explained. Right. They're, like, friends, but they're not... More f- um, yeah, friends, but not really. But and... they disagree, like, they fight a lot, like, it's weird. Yeah. He calls him evil, he's like, stop calling me evil, and it's like, wait, is, do, should we feel bad for him, like... Well, I think at one point we are supposed to feel bad for him when... Yeah, and then he becomes evil, so it doesn't matter. Well, there you go. But you, you know what I mean? Like, right. it's like, okay, cool, we're supposed to feel bad for him. Well, now I don't, because he's garbage. Like, he chose the dark side, so I don't feel... You don't feel bad for Darth Vader. You know what I well, mean? Well, no, but I kind of felt bad for him because the um, vampire says... Okay. Just, you know, yeah. I... Yeah, I can remember the character's name. Uh, Chris it? Sarandon. Yeah, Chris Sarandon. Um, he's like, I remember what it was like to be different. I remember what it's like to not be liked. Come with me. And I kind of felt bad for him. But here's the thing. We never see him being different or unliked. He just doesn't get along with Charlie. That's He's not bullied in school. That we see, right. Yeah, it's like, we don't have that opinion of him. Right. If there was like a bully, which I actually think the, the remake had a bully. And oh, I think that it. it's, um, I think it's, what's his name? I think it's Dave Franco. Oh, okay. Because it, it makes it fit more. Because there's almost no reason that Ed becomes, besides that he's just a weirdo. You know what I mean? Like, right. But it's like, we're just assumed that he's unliked because he's, like, weird looking, I guess. But, like... Right. So then we're introduced to Chris Sarandon. And uh, and his, his... I mean, we have to just say. Because you and I watched this today, but... Uh, in his total 80s... Everything about him was 80s. Yeah. It was like the swagger and the music. Yeah, and he had the big old... You know what was funny? Huh. He was very Dracula. Without yes. being Dracula. Yes. But, like, color scheme-wise... Yes. His big red scarf was the red vest. His big black trench coat was the black overcoat. Like, it worked. Yes. And I thought it was very funny and it was a really cool homage to him being... Like, obviously Dracula doesn't... I mean, assumed Dracula doesn't exist there in go. this universe... You know what I mean? Right. It's like in Walking Dead, they're not zombies, they're called walkers, because whatever, like, it's almost assumed that zombie culture doesn't exist, if that makes sense. Okay. So it's assumed that, like, Dracula might exist as a fictional character in that world. Got it. But he's, you know what I'm saying, is that, okay. like, Chris Sarandon's not going to be like, I gotta call my dad, my dad's Dracula. <laughs> right. you, you see what I'm saying, where it's like, right. it's it, almost, it's an creator homage to Dracula, not the character specifically. Got but, it. Um... So he's like, your mom invited me, and the mom's like, okay. Well, because that's the best part, and I'm sorry I interrupted you, but because Charlie is terrified, runs over to his friend Ed, a.k.a. Evil, and Evil says, it's okay, the vampire cannot come in unless unless he's invited. And then mom says, Charlie, I want you to meet someone. I invited him over. Yeah. And it's, what's his bucket, Chris Rand, he's like, Hey man, I heard you think I'm a vampire or whatever. He's like, what? And he's like, yeah, I'm not. Ha 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 ha. I'm gonna get you. Yeah. So later, yeah, like later he comes into his Charlie's room and he's like fighting him. He's like, he like makes sure the mom's door is locked or something. I don't know. He like breaks it or something. Well, he does something with his finger because the 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 door jam goes. Yeah, and it totally like locks in the door. And so then he just, he's like, we got to be quiet so we don't wake your mom, ha, 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 ha. And then he throws him through the closet, and I'm like, I mean. Right. Like, if, you, if you're if you in your room, 
Right. And you okay. being a mother, okay? Yes. Let's say that I'm back in high school, okay? okay. You're in your room. Okay. All of a sudden, you hear a large crash come through the through the door. Okay. Or not through the door, but through the you hear it. You go to open your door and it's locked. It's not opening. You're going to break that door down because you're a mother with that that instinct of like baby is in trouble. Or I'd go out we have back windows. I'd go out that way, run through the back. But <laughs> thanks, mom. You're welcome. I would save you. But it's that whole thing of, like, you hear about, like, moms lifting cars off right. of babies. Cause you, you do what you have to do. Yeah, so it's, like, really, the mom's just going to be like, Charlie, help I me. I'm stuck, Charlie. My door is broken. It's like, no, if you really cared, you would have, like, kicked that thing down and, like, right. my baby's in trouble. Right. Um. So then Chris Sarandon kind of turns into a vampire and he's like, I'm going to get you. And then he, like, flies away or something. He, like, jumps off the, out the... Well, I think cause, because um, Charlie catches him with a pencil. Yeah, right in the hand. Yeah. And it's a pretty cool effect that he pull, that Chris Sarandon pulls the pencil out, and then the fingers move. And they don't move like robotic. They move pretty well, so I would assume that it is robotic, but still, it looked pretty real. Yeah. The way that the fingers... Sorry, that was Theodore. Um, you good? Uh, Theodore has the hiccups. <laughs> or, or a hairball yeah, or something. something. He's trying to go to sleep, too. But, uh, so, Chris Sarandon... Then he jumps out, and you hear this big crashing, and then, like, the mom's like, what was that? And Charlie's like, it's probably raccoons in the trash. And then, so, like, then, like, he goes over to the vampire's house, and then the vampire calls him. Yep, calls him Through on the a phone. landline. Yeah. Nothing's more menacing like calling on a landline. As he's dripping blood into this bowl. Yeah, you. I mean, if he's a vampire, like, he could just float outside. Like, it's much more menacing to, like, float outside the window than to be like, hold on, let me just... Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> It's ringing. Hold on. Hello, Charlie. It's me, the menacing vampire. It's like, oh, okay. Click. Like, well, you know what I thought was so funny is all this is happening, and you know he's calling Charlie on the phone, and Charlie's just sweating buckets. Yeah, he's terrified. Sweat, 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 sweat. Because what? Seriously, what would the vampire have done if Charlie just looked at him? Because the vampire's like, I can see you through the window, Charlie. What if Charlie was just like, oh, okay, click, bye, and like, (laughs) like, what's? He's like, no, I wasn't. I wasn't done. (laughs) Calling you back. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just like, Charlie, yeah, goes to voicemail, like, hey, this is Charlie. Charlie, please. <laughs> trying to be menacing. Like, just just give me this. Like, That's funny. So then, uh, I forget what happened. Uh, then they go to, so then Charlie. Goes he, to Peter Vincent. Yeah, then, is that when he goes to Peter Vincent? The first time. So he's like, Peter Vincent, I need help. And Peter Vincent's like, vampires aren't real, you dork. And he's like, no, they are. He's like, all right, bye. And then Ed and Amy go to Peter Vincent. And they're uh-huh. like, no, Charlie legit believes this. And he's like, all right. Oh, what's his name? Chris Sarandon's like, I destroyed your car. Yes, that was the noise with the raccoons. Zero payoff. There is never any even... It's like, okay, we don't see a destroyed car. There's never any reference to a Uh -uh. destroyed car. The mom's not like, hey, I don't even think we ever see the mom again. No. You know what I mean? The mom's not like... she's just. Oh, she's like, I work nights now. Bye. Yeah. Like... She doesn't go out there and be like, what happened to your car, Charlie? Like, there's zero payoff on that destroyed car. It's like... Well, and what I found interesting, she's like, I work nights. Three o'clock in the morning is terrible or something. And I'm like, wait, it, I don't know. It was just weird the way she said it. And I was well, like, she, I think it was a vampire joke. Because she's like, three o'clock, in this ter- three o'clock in the morning is terrible for my complexion. Oh, got like, it. Ha, ha, ha. I didn't get it. So there you go. So then, then Amy and Evil are like, Peter Vincent, help. And Peter Vincent's like, okay. And they like... Well, she's like, I have a $500 savings bond. And Peter Vincent's like, I'll take it, because I'm 
getting evicted or something. Right. Apparently I could pay rent with 500 bucks. In a savings bond. Exactly. So then they call the neighbor, because apparently everyone just has everybody's phone number. <laughs> like, we missed the scene where they just all exchanged phone numbers. The yellow pages. Yeah, so, okay, V for vampire, right? <laughs> like, it's, it's weird, right? It's like, and here's the thing. So Charlie has a specific phone in his, in his room, right? Right. But at that time, there was no, like, like, the phone went to all the phones in the house, right? Yeah, but you could have an extension. Okay. Yeah. So. Ready for how unmenacing that got? Boop, 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 boop. Oh, extension one. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, it's not like that. It's like, boop, boop, do your boop, boop sounds. Boop, 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 boop. And it would ring throughout the house. But, like, you would have a phone in your room. It's all the same phone number. So does it make sense? No, because the mom probably would have picked yeah, it up. Because the mom's like, oh, who's calling this late? And he's like, Charlie, I'm going to get you. And the mom goes, oh, he's a vampire? Okay, that makes more sense. We're going to call the police. Click. Right. Yeah, but that's, it would just, because, you know, you would have a phone, the other, everybody would have a phone in their room. Charlie, I'm going to get you. Who is this? Oh, sorry, wrong number. Yeah. <laughs> like, there you but go. But that's, I mean, which, it's kind of like, really? They just have his phone number? Like, right. And the best part is, so he has Charlie's phone number. Right. But Ed has his phone number. Right. But these characters have never interacted. No, and he just and and the vampire just moved in. Yeah, so he's already in the yellow pages. Yeah, and he already pages. has a phone. And yeah, he's yeah. already set up, and his roommate Billy is like there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, oh yeah, there's also this guy Billy that lives with the vampire. Yes. Okay. He just lives there too. He just lives there too. Uh, we'll talk about Billy in a second. Billy has only one redeeming scene, and I just laughed the whole time. Okay. So, so then they get Peter Vincent, and Peter Vincent's like. No, Stu's not a vampire. Look, he drank the holy water. No biggie. And but we already know that Peter Vincent, they just put tap water in it because... Exactly. Because they just wanted to prove something to what's-his-name. Yeah, just say, look, he's not a vampire. Let's go okay, home Okay, let's go home. And then Peter Vincent's like using his mirror to like check his makeup or something? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he was and then checking. He, then he sees what's-his-bucket, Chris Sarandon, not in the reflection. He's like, boo! And he like drops the mirror, and it crashes, and he picks it up, and one piece falls out. Right. And they're like, okay, bye, we all are leaving now. And on the way out, Peter Vincent's like, yeah, by the way, he didn't have a reflection, but bye And like, and they're like, uh, alright. So then Amy and Ed and What's-His-Bucket, Charlie, all walk home. Ed's like, I'm going home. And Charlie's like, no, we're going to walk Amy home first. And Ed's like, okay. Apparently that might be some sort of bullying. I, You know what I mean? It's like... They were protecting the girl. Exactly. But, like, then this is where Chris Sarandon comes in when Ed's like, I'm going to go down the alleyway. And he, like, messes with Charlie. And then he's like, ha, 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 vampires aren't real, Charlie. Bye. And then the vampire gets him. Uh, and then they go to a dance club, right? Right. So the two, so, so oh, no, and then Ed, we, then we see Ed uh, messing with Peter Vincent. He's yeah. like, Peter, let me in. And he becomes a vampire, and he's got big old doofus teeth. Really bad teeth. Like, I get it. They're supposed to be scary. But, like, man, these are just goofy. You just need braces. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, a punch in the mouth. Or something. Knock them back. Like. It's, yeah, it was weird. So then he jumps out the window. <laughs> I don't know. Ed, like, after fighting with Peter Vincent and Peter Vincent bopping him on the head with a cross, Ed jumps out the window and, like, flies away, I guess. I don't know. They so, didn't really show. They just, the crashing. And, yeah, yeah, he just jumps out the window. Uh, and Peter Vincent's like, ugh. So then, now we're at the club with Amy and Charlie. 
Yes. And this is where it gets a little weird. Sorry. Now, we have previously seen that I assume these kids are in high school. Right. And I want you to remember this. Yes. Also, the remake, yes. the romantic subplot, is with the mother. Got it. The Which mom was... is not really in this one. No. Now, I wonder why they switched it, because in this one, the romantic subplot is with a teenage girl. Hmm. Oh, right. That's why, because it's incredibly creepy and disturbing. Well, and can I just say that when I saw this originally, because I do remember loving it so much, because I think of Roddy McDowell. Yeah, Roddy McDowell's the coolest. But i forgotten about this part, and so I actually texted you, sorry, yeah, you I were like, forgot. You were like, sorry about the weird parts, and I was like, what weird parts? And you were like, just, wait, I'm sorry. Creepy and icky. Um, so Chris Sarandon's like hitting on a child. Well, she's... The actress is an 17. adult. Yes, well... At most 17. She's, but they're supposed to be in high school, but we know, yeah. But the actress is definitely older. The actress is an adult. <laughs> yeah. Clarifying that. He's not actually hitting on a child or doing anything like that. But he's like, so the whole time, like, Charlie's on the phone with Peter, and he's like, help us, help us. And Peter's like, I'm scared. And Amy just wanders away. And she doesn't really wander. It's just like she sees him, the vampire, walking in. Yeah, and he's like, oh, what up? And he, like, hypnotizes her, and then they dance, and, like, they get a little too physical. Um, Just a little bit. And everyone else is like, this is totally normal and nothing's <laughs> wrong with this scenario. Also, that's a child in a dance club. All right. Dancing. Well, like I said, it's not like a little girl. It's, I, yeah, I'm not it's making a, it's it a, right. It's I'm a just club. It's so a she's club. still underage in a club. Good point. Because they're it's shown they are in high school. Right. And the sequel, he's 20. Okay. So like. I'm, it's three years later, so they're yeah. 17. So, Good call. Let me just go on the record and say I'm sorry. Okay. I'm so sorry. But here's the thing. It's not weird at the time. And I don't... Hear me out. Big was not weird at the time. It wasn't until someone else went, Wait, isn't that lady technically having sex with a kid? And everyone went, Oh, cool. Oh. Big is ruined now. Like... Right. It, it's it's like when it came out, I was like, Oh, yeah, it's you kind of forget that they're in... It's, I get it little weird, but it now it's like, ooh, no, 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 this would never fly. Right. Then it's like, sure, whatever. Um, a lot more was okay to get away with. We talked about that last week with we right. saw a kid getting eaten by a shark in a PG movie. Yes. So uh, so then he's like seducing her or like hypnotizing her and they're dancing and in the mirror he has no reflection. It's this big, long mirror and no one else in the club seems to notice it. It looks like this girl's dancing with herself in the reflection. But she kind of sees it. She notices she? it, yeah. And she's like kind of fighting it, but not really, but kind of fighting it. So then, I guess, they all are going to get escorted out. And Chris Sarandon beats up the security guards. And then he like, he like kills them. And everyone is storming out of this nightclub and running around. And they're like, oh no! And then like, Chris Sarandon gets Amy... Sorry, I'm getting a little sick. Uh, Chris Randy gets Amy. Because like, I made you watch a bad film. Ugh. He's like, if you want to see Amy again, you got to come to my house with Peter Vincent. He's like, okay. So then they go to the house, and Chris Randon's like, this is a real fright night. And Charlie and Peter Vincent are like, okay. And then, like, they're going to go attack him or something. And then, like, Billy, like, shows up, and he's like, hey, no, no, no. And he, like, punches, like, Charlie, and Charlie, like, falls down the stairs. And then, like, Peter Vincent's like, Ugh! and he runs away, and he runs into Charlie's house. And he's like, Mrs. Brewster, Mrs. Brewster. And, like, he goes to use the foot cut, and then he runs up. Okay. He runs up exactly to her bedroom, because he just knows which one is the parent's bedroom. 
Oh. You thought about that? No, I didn't. Ew. But, like, why does he just know which one is the mom's bedroom? I don't know. But is she in there? No, it's Ed wearing... Oh, I'd see some of it. I just fast forward through because I was like, Ugh. Ed's like, it's me, booga booga booga, and that's kind of scary in this part. Like, this is probably the scariest Ed gets, and then he turns into a wolf, and Peter Vincent stabs him. Which okay, the wolf is running down the hallway. Yes, not a very big hallway. Right. But we need like thirty seconds of a wolf running. At medium speed. The wolf does not look angry. <laughs> the wolf does like, not look aggressive. The wolf's like, doodle, doodle, doodle. <laughs> it's like, okay. So then Peter Vincent stabs the wolf and throws it into the chandelier. And I laughed really hard. You did. Because it looked so funny. Because it was really, really fake. Yes. But I would have loved, like, how many takes did they have to do? Where it's like, okay, and now chuck the wolf onto the chandelier. Right. Because, like... I'm sure they did a take where, like, the wolf got stuck. Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, the wolf totally missed the chandelier. Right, and it's not a real wolf going into a chandelier. Exactly, it's a very fake stuffed wolf. I was going to say, somebody's throwing it when they say, go! Yeah, it's not Roddy McDowell throwing it over his shoulder. It's a, it's some guy named Hank off screen going, alright, here's your dumb wolf. <laughs> yeah, throwing it into a chandelier. Then it falls on the ground and it's Ed. Well, we knew it was Ed. But it was, uh, and he, like, he's like, and, and he's still like, changing back. Yeah, and then he dies, um, supposedly. In the middle, which is something that's never addressed again. Okay. He dies in the middle of Charlie's house, right? Right. Charlie's house is also half destroyed okay. because of Peter Vincent's fight with Ed. So, like, what do they explain to the mom? Hey, sorry about the banister and the blood everywhere. <laughs> like, uh, also, Ed's dead, naked body stepped away. What do you see, mom? Nothing. There's nothing to see. Keep going to bed. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, then they go back to the house, and Peter Vincent is like, I'm back now. And then Billy's like, no, no, no. And they shoot Billy in the head, and he falls down the stairs, and then he does that Jason Voorhees sit-up thing. Uh Like, that very classic, like, horror movie. (laughs) Yeah. No, no lower body sit-up. Right. And, yeah, but it's not even a sit-up, because a sit-up, when I think a sit-up, I think it's the straight, direct, I am, I am... It's almost like there's a. It's almost like there's a spring or a something. Spring and he yeah. just pops right back up. Which is very. It's very like over. Horror. Not overdone, but it's such a Pretty horror overdone. trope of yeah. like I'm on the ground. I am. A, I am above. Uh, I'll say the funny word. I am on the ground. I am erect now. Like, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Right. Like it's, it's. It's. Down up. Yeah. The yeah. You know what I mean. I was trying to avoid using that word, but I was trying to I was trying to see what you were doing because I could tell that you were avoiding a word. Avoiding a word, but I'm like, what word would he be avoiding? I was avoiding the word erect. Okay. Um, So then, so then they shoot him again, and boom, 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 and he's not dying because he just keeps coming back, and then they stab him in the chest or something. Uh huh. And he's all bloody. And now here's the strangest part of this movie. Of all the parts of this movie that are kind of weird. Yes. Here's a part that makes no sense. Yes. Billy is bleeding. Yes. Then he is having green ooze. Yes. Coming from his body yes. as he is himself is melting. Yes. Well, it, his fingers get really long. Well, the skin's melting off. Of oh, him. is that what it is? The skin and muscles, everything, and it's just then he proceed and he's eventually becoming just a skeleton. His clothes also just disintegrate, I guess. Right. And don't forget the sand. Yes. So I'm getting there. So Sorry. there's weird goop, which and it looks like he's been slimed on like from the '90s. Right. Because it's just all this green slime everywhere. And he's like, I'm melting. And then sand just pours out of his body, and then all his bones are standing there, and then they just kind of pop, and his skull rolls away, and Peter Vincent and Charlie the whole time are like, 
what monster was that supposed to be? <laughs> like, what What was that? Because he's not a zombie. Right. So I looked it up. He's technically an undead, non-vampiric, like, servant to okay. Chris Sarandon. But, like, that's not how zombies work. I know. Because they're not, like, hello, my name's Bill. They're like, and they're I'm also, sorry, what was that? They also don't, like, have, they're full of sand? No. Like, that was like, wait, sorry. Yeah, that was weird. Where did the sand go, like, come that's from? That's just weird. Because somebody was like, all right, he'll have, like, blood and the green ooze. And someone's like, what about sand? And it's like, why sand? Because we have some. <laughs> yeah. My dad, my dad is a playground, like, manufacturer. It's like, great, I guess we can get it for cheap. Sure, Billy's filled with sand, I guess. So, the girlfriend, Amy, has turned into a vampire. Yeah, with a pretty... Well, at first she's got little teeth, and then Chris Randon's like, I'm gonna get you, and they, the sun comes out, and Chris Randon's like, ah, and he, like, right. runs. Yeah, well, and then he goes to the basement. Ooh. Oh, you're okay, Theodore. Um, he goes to the basement, and then um, he uh, he goes to the basement, and Chris Randon's, like, down there, and he's, like, trying to be in his coffin, and then Roddy McDowell gets down there, too, and he's like, I'm gonna get him. And then, like, Amy's like, hey, Charlie, it's me. She's got her big old teeth. And then she, like, turns around. She's like, wait, wait, wait. And she turns back and she has the, you know what it is? And I just realized it's what it is. It's the poster. The poster is Amy's face. Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Where it's that big, the big eyes with the big, scary, long mouth above the house? That's Amy. Oh, got it. I okay. just realized that that's, because I'm like, her face looks so familiar. It's the poster. There you go. So she's got a big old scary mouth, and she's like, man, she's going to get Charlie. And then they break out all the sun, and they kill Peter Vincent. No. They kill Chris Sarandon. Chris Sarandon. And then Amy becomes normal, and and Charlie's like, I love you again. And I'm like, no. No, you don't, Charlie. Because her mouth looked like Pac-Man for a second. <laughs> if Pac-Man and a shark like were somehow mated, that's what her mouth was. It was and, bad. And you're just okay with that. Like, oh, no, she was taken over. It's like, no, 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 Charlie. You can do better than that. (laughs) Because that's a nightmare. Yeah. Because there's no way that you can ever be kissing her and being, and that doesn't go through your head. Well, apparently it doesn't. Idiot. Okay. So then the movie's over, and Peter Vincent gets his show back, because now he doesn't just show uh, vampire movies that he was in. He shows alien movies and, and more other stuff and blah, 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 blah. And then, and at the end, like, they're, him and, what's her name, Amy are kissing, like, mm. and then, like, he kind of, Charlie, like, looks past his window, and he sees these two red lights in the house across the street, or in... Next door. Chris Sarandon's old house. He's like, huh? And then they're gone. He's like, never mind. And then, like, the camera focuses on it again after they're, like, kissing or whatever. And the light, the red eyes come back, and then you hear uh, Ed being like, hey, you're cool, Charlie, or whatever he says. Here's my thing. I'll give this movie a... Uh, I'll give it, Okay. I'll just give the rating right now. Sure. This is a rent-it. This is fun. It's goofy. It's it's campy. But there's nothing wrong with campy. Campy is fun. Campy's enjoyable. This is a movie where if you want to watch a scary movie... But maybe not everyone wants to watch a scary movie. Because this does have some scary parts. It does. But it's fun. It's goofy. Except the oh, except, Amy parts. Yeah, except the weird pedophilic parts which is even weirder because he's not just like an adult he's a vampire 
Right. So he's like 400 years old. <laughs> so like, hypothetically, Ew. she's 17, he's 400. That's what? Like... Way, way, way too much. Yeah. I don't even know percentage on that. But that's, too much. Yeah. Somebody will email us and tell you the percentage. Uh, please great. don't. No, Wait, please do. No, I like do, do better things with your time than figuring out the percentage <laughs> of 17 or 400. But also, the remake is the mom. It's more mom-focused. Um, I think Amy's in it, but it's not like that. Um, I would... L- I, now I want to go back. Somebody's from his own. Now I want to... That was me, yeah. Uh, oh, now I want to go back and see the remake. Yeah, I need to watch the remake again. Because I remember enjoying it. Right. Um, and I remember that they made uh, the character of Ed not so... Like, he's evil. But he's not, like, there's a reason that he's... You know what I mean? They, right. like, they added more to that. More they did that. Like, you don't hate him. Like, right, right out the gate. Because right. I remember, like, enjoying the character and being bummed out when he did become, like, a bad guy. Um, this movie did have a sequel, like I previously said. Apparently it's fine. Yeah, it's got Ronnie McDowell and, and Charlie back. And Charlie and nobody new else. New girlfriend. New girlfriend. Completely new girlfriend. Completely and, new everything. And is it is it vampires? Yeah, still, still vampires. Okay. Here's what would have been cool about, like, if they did a French. Okay, really quick, before anything. What was up with the 80s and old man mentor and young kid? Like, yeah, I don't know. Because Karate Kid, Back to the Future, this. It was very popular to have like an old, like, Karate Kid explained the relationship. Right. And this kind of, I mean, this explains it. This is just he's a fan of the old. But like, it's that whole like, yep, it's not just like an adult. It's like an old man. Right. And then a young kid, which is fun. I mean, it works in all three of those movies. I really think that the relationship between Peter Vincent and Charlie worked really well. I do too. Here's where I would have taken it in a franchise though. Okay. If vampires are real, all monsters are real. Okay? Oh, okay. So what if in the second one, Peter Vincent's still doing his thing, and Charlie is almost more like a monster hunter now. The second one is werewolves. Right. The third one maybe has a Frankenstein. And, and it's just kind of this... Or the invisible go- man. Exactly. It's just these fun kind of like... Right, that would have been fun. Where, yeah, where it's, it's Charlie kind of learning from Peter Vincent, who... Because <laughs> Peter Vincent can always be like, yeah, in one movie I fought a Bigfoot. You know what I mean? Like, right. You can always just, he says he did seven movies where, yes, he mostly fought vampires, but you can always be like, in this movie, there was a swamp monster. It would have been cool to kind of build that. And this is something, though, I totally could see being picked up by Netflix or with all these remakes and reboots that Netflix oh, or yeah. Hulu or all these streaming Amazon. services do now. Yeah. I could totally see a Fright Night pickup in the, st- like, the first episode is the movie, and then the second, third episodes are more on the story. Ed could be the big bad of, like, the whole franchise. Right. Because Ed could be the new master. Because if right. what's-his-name is dead, Ed's the only vampire that we currently know is alive. Right. It would be fun to see, yeah. But the 80s loved monster movies. Right. I love monster movies. Not, like, I like kaiju movies a little bit, but I really love these, like, Wolfman, Vampire, Dragon. Mm-hmm. I mean, it stems from, like... The universe, my love of the Universal monster movies, sure, and the Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, which almost gave you that one for oh, horror I comedy because that, one. that one's so good. So it's the good. perfect blend of like old classic horror, yes, and just goof comedy. And they've never been able to, you know, they've tried to redo that like thirty times, not thirty, but like, and not Abbott and Costello. But there was a there was like a penned script or a story that went around for Jay and Silent Bob meet the Hellraiser, or like, oh. like. All these, like, other comedy duos meeting a very famous uh, horror monster of the time of, like, I think there was a Cheech and Chong one. Oh, wow. But But it just didn't work. It never worked. 
there was there was a rumor that they did a Harold and Kumar go to Camp Crystal Lake. So Harold and Kumar meet Jason Voorhees. Funny. Of just these weird, yeah. like, comedy duos meeting horror. Because I think comedy horror is a really good match, usually. it's If done right, it's that same kind of feeling you get. Like, when you laugh and when you're afraid, it's that same kind of, like, like Right. And, and it can be so quick. Because yeah. that's with both movies. At one minute, you're like... <gasps> Really scared, and then the next minute you're, you're kind of yeah, laughing. Hysterical going, this because is funny. of the words. Yeah, because right. of what's happening. Like, Amy's big scary mouth is actually frightening. But yes. right before that, you're laughing at Billy, who's devolving into sand. Right. And what, what I found interesting, and we wanted to back up just a little bit, Amy actually is better known. She was unmarried with children for a very long time as the neighbor. Oh, cool. Yeah, a long time. I, I never was watched like it. looking at her. I hadn't either, but I had seen. And I thought, oh, she looks familiar, and that's yeah. who she is. Um, and it's not Elizabeth Shue, which seems like every other 80s movie we watch is just Elizabeth Shue. Exactly, and this is not. So, all right. And yeah, so so I give it a, a oh, but I t- we talked about this earlier. Okay. About, like, because this is done a lot, I feel like. A lot more than we kind of realized at first, where it's a fictionalized person is approached by somebody that's facing the real problem that they fictionalize. Okay. And they need help. It's Galaxy Quest. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's okay. a lot of it. And I was like, oh, what if they did this, but it wasn't horror, and it would be Vin Diesel or The Rock. And someone's like, you're, you're, you know, you're The Rock or whatever, you're this. It's like, no, it's just, it's just a thing. Like, right. the, the Rock could play that so well of like, I'm just an actor. Like, right. I'm not, because if he, and then it's like an actual fight scene where he's like actually trying to fight and he's horrible. But then the kid's like, remember this movie when you did this? And he's right. like, oh, yeah, boom, Well, and boom, I think boom. that's the last action hero kind of, isn't it? With he's Arnold? not Arnold Schwarzenegger in that movie, though. Got it. I see what he's you're He's Jack saying. Slater. Got it. But they even make a reference to, like, Arnold's, like, Jack Slater is Arnold Schwarzenegger or something because maybe he even, I don't even know. But That's they a go bad to, movie, too. It stinks. Well, they go to a blockbuster. And he's like, no, you're in the Terminator. And he's like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm not in the Terminator. They go, look. And he goes and he finds a Terminator poster and Sylvester Stallone is the Terminator. Oh, that's funny. So it, it's, but, but yeah, it's, yeah, Last Action Hero. Those are, that's a really fun genre. Right. Of like someone. It is fun. It, it's not done. Galaxy Quest, I feel like, did it perfect. This does it perfect. Of kind of like the, look, that's just a job. Like. Well, and Men in, Men in Black kind of goes, not, not that actor, but that, the genre of kind of the comedy, kind of the scary. Yeah, it's, it's a comedy. It's, it wouldn't say it's horror, but it's, yeah, it's weird because it, it is a little, yeah, it's funny because I would not say that it's, it's a horror movie in any way. Uh, Men in Black? Yeah, anyway. No, but they're still kind it's of scary, scary stuff. It, yeah, it's jump like, scares. Yeah, which you love. I love jump scares because jump scares are so much fun. Yes. Because it, yeah, it, jump scares and slapstick are almost one and the same to me. Boy, they can be, can't they? And they're one turn and you've changed Yeah, it. because it's funny. Like, a jump scare, you feel, you, when you watch a movie that has a jump scare, you kind of giggle after the jump scare. Because you got caught. Because you got caught. <laughs> I'm not I'm not watching Saw 45 and some woman's like, my insides are on my outside. And then I'm like chuckling afterwards. Like, it's this whole like, oh, they got me. Right. There's a couple movies where it's like, oh, you got me. Exactly. But that makes it fun. All right. What did you watch? I watched. <laughs> no, I'm not going to sing. I watched Cabin in the Woods, starring, okay, I never know their real names, starring Thor. Chris Hemsworth. Thank you. And then, uh, Didn't Know the Girls. Yes. It also starred, um, again, I don't know a lot of the actors' names, but I know what they what they are yeah. in now. 
So it's basically four friends. Five. Five friends. I'm so sorry. Five friends. There's the jock, played by Chris Helmsworth. There is the brain, played by don't know, don't need to know his name, but he is on Grey's Anatomy. He's been on there for a lot of years. Yes. His name is Jesse Williams. Yes, I'm it looking is. it up right now. Thank you. And then also um, there is the stoner. Uh, yes, his name is his character's name is Marty. He's played by Fran Kranz. Yes. What a name, Fran yes. Kranz. I'm wondering if his name is Francis. His real name is Francis. I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah, I just wondered. And then Francis Elliot Kranz. Yeah. Not Ooh. much better. No. Fran Kranz. And then there's the slutty girl. Ooh, mom said a potty word. I'm and then there's the girl who's not slutty, the exact opposite <laughs> of slutty. Well, they. They think. Okay, so we have to Wait, start. you're going to say slutty, but you're not going to say the other word? No. You're not going to say olive oil? No. I'm not going to say that word. Anyway. Really? So Yeah, I'm not. Okay. Because I don't want to say that word. Is slutty bad? I mean, I think it's worse than oh, virgin. Oh, I didn't want to say that word. Because I don't know who's listening. But she <laughs> said It's fine. It's fine. I'm sorry. Anyway, a girl who has been very busy. Is yes, it better to say that? Yes. Take out the other part then. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fine. It's okay. It's fine. Anyway, um, but it, that's not how the movie starts. No. So the movie starts, and it's kind of like these two kind of scientist guys. Yes. And played by two really great. In fact, when it starts that way, I'm kind of like, what? It's Bradley Whitford and Richard Jenkins. Okay. So Bradley Whitford, best known to me on East Wing. Mm-hmm. Where Martin Sheen was the president. Long-running sitcom. I mean, not sitcom, drama. Okay, yes. He's in Get Out. Oh, I like him. And then, who's the other guy? Who's the other oh, guy? Oh, he's also in um, that Adam Sandler movie. Is it... It's the one... It's Billy Madison. Where I haven't he, seen that one. Where he want, he's got to go to all the school oh, again. Man, cause I don't he, care. <laughs> yeah. And then, who's the Richard other guy? Richard Jenkins. Who I know Richard Jenkins from Eat, Pray, Love. Richard Jenkins is in Shape of Water. He's the neighbor in Shape of Water. If okay. anyone has seen Still Shape haven't of seen that one. Is there's okay. been a request that I see that one or The Last Airbender? No, 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 no. No, no. Not Shape of Water. It was something yeah, else. no, it was Shape of Water or The Last or The Last Airbender. All right. Whatever. So, first of all, let's go way back. The beginning of this movie, the the scene as it's doing all the credits is really weird, and I hit Amazon Prime, and it said. That the director did it on purpose. Lady in the Water, not Shape of Water. The one you call Lady in the Toilet. Oh, I thought it was Shape of Water. No. That I, when I read that, I thought that was Shape of Water. Sorry. Um, now I lost my train of thought. So these guys are talking about the director. Yes. And Amazon Prime, and it said that the director purposely um, made the beginning credits weird so people would be like, wait, am I in the wrong movie? And that's exactly what happened when I was watching on Amazon Prime. I thought... Oh no, did I accidentally get the wrong movie? Because the opening credits are very horror. Well, yeah, but it's like all dark and weird and, and kind of creepy. Yeah. And then two office guys. Yeah. And then just kind of in the middle of their conversation, big red letters, the cabin in the woods. Right. It's it's very, and the two scientists, it's very 1970s feeling to yeah. me. Yeah. So something's going on. You don't really know what's going on. And so they're talking and they're kind of doing like a little bedding pool and they're getting ready. And then this other guy comes in and he's kind of part of it too, but he's not a scientist. But the security guard? No, is that what that other guy was? Yeah, I mean, he's just like a secret agent or yeah. a special agent or and, whatever. And he's from Scandal. He was in the first couple episodes of a uh, couple seasons or first season of Scandal. 
So this movie is full of a lot of, oh, that guy, oh, her. Okay, so then that stops, boop, and then we go back to the kids. Which is great, too, because the soundtrack, when the kids are there, yes. is very that era horror movie. It is. It's it's like the pop music of that yes. era. It, it really it really fit. So then they're all going to go, five of them are going to go away on like a weekend getaway that, that the... Um, Thor. Thor, sorry. Thor's... Cousin. Cousin has a cabin, and they're going to drive the Winnebago to the cabin. Now, first of all, Step one, if you have a Winnebago, why do you have to go to a cabin? Well, I mean... Okay, answer that. No, I feel like when we were kids... Yes. And Grandma Grandma Rosie and Grandpa Reuben would take us places... Yes, we but you didn't, drive the, you didn't drive the motorhome to stay in a cabin. Yeah, but we drove the motorhome and stayed in hotels. Okay, good point. Well, that's because... Like we were... if you went to Disneyland or something... Well, yeah, that's true. But anyway, okay, whatever. So I'm wrong. <laughs> no, so, I mean... Yeah. So they get to this cabin, and... There's five of them. How are five people going to sleep in a Winnebago? Because some sleep like six. Or no, eight. but she even makes a reference to the, uh, the, the blonde girl. Let's call uh-huh. her the blonde girl. Blonde girl. She makes the reference to, like, if I can't sleep in there, I'm going to sleep in the Winnebago. Got like, it. Like, she makes a reference to it, too. Right. So then they get to the cabin, and then they see that some stuff is weird. Like, the, um... The scholarly boy is in his room, and he moves this really disgusting picture. He takes it off the wall, and it's a clear mirror into the girl's room. And, of course, then she's going to take her clothes off. And he's like, wait, no, no, don't do that. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind it, of like, it makes you like his character. Yeah, like, because he's kind of like, should I? Well, no, I can't. I he's can't, arguing can't, with it, and that's what yeah. makes it funny. So things are happening, but then it keeps going back to the scientists. And, and, and I'm sitting there... And, Ruben, you're watching it with me, which I'm really glad because there were some points I had no idea what was going on, and then you had to kind of explain stuff to me. But um, so basically, there's all this weird stuff going on, and what we find out is, well, I don't want. I got to talk more before I get to the end. But the scientists are kind of controlling the environment. Well, they're changing. Me, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, they're adding. They're controlling the environment. They're not controlling the outcome. No, exactly. But they're getting things to to change and to. So basically, then they all they start playing truth or dare, and they do weird, stupid teenage stuff, and then something happens. Oh, the basement door flies open, which just happens to be kind of in the middle of the living room. And they go down there, and they see all this weird stuff, and they're all looking at it, and somebody's looking at a ballerina music box and somebody's looking at a conch shell i did say to you when thor was looking at the conch shell i'm like he's gonna call aquaman it's <laughs> like no darn it wrong movie that's not it's not how you call aquaman. i don't know i just it's not like someone's like my lighthouse <laughs> aquaman's like hey man i was in the middle of lunch i guess i can help with your lighthouse um okay and then there's a bunch of other uh, the um red-headed girl gets the diary and she starts reading it and then there's latin and it was like don't say it go ahead well which itself is a huge reference to uh every in, horror film well uh evil dead okay I mean, see being I a cabin seen in the woods one. i evil dead's rough um it's good it's very fun it's a evil dead 2 is probably the perfect mix of comedy and horror evil dead 1 is scary is, army okay. of darkness is yes with the tree okay evil uh army of darkness is more funny than scary Evil Dead 2 is the perfect blend. Okay. Um, but in the thing, they find a tape, and it's 
Octuberadenicto. It's one of those very old, like, oh, it's that phrase when you hear it reference all time pop culture. Like, and right. you're like, oh, it's that Latin. Right. That's, yeah. So then all of a sudden she says it, and then these zombies pop out of the ground. And then we're back to the scientists again. And they had all taken a pool to see who was going to win and which bad thing was going to pop up. And then we find out, it's just so weird, we find out that this is happening in other parts of the country, world, in mm-hmm. the world. Countries these, have them. Yeah, that these scary things are happening and there's scientists that are kind of changing the situations that they want. Actually, their whole goal is for the people to die, mm-hmm. which is weird. And it just keeps going. Is it's, it, though? It, uh, yes. I don't like it. The scientists yes. are the audience of a horror movie. I know. When you go and see these movies, you're like, get them, get them, get them. Because all these characters, you don't like them. Right. There's the one character you like, and that's the one that makes it to the end. All the other ones, when you go into a horror movie, you're like, cool, I hope you eat it, I hope you eat it, I hope you eat it, Like, because they're all terrible. Okay. Can I just say something? Yes. I hated this film. Why are you wrong? This, no, I'm not. This film could have been so much better. How? Okay, so we're going to talk about this. So basically, what what happens is, so then all the friends, one by one, meet their demise. And it's it's kind of typical horror film fashion how they die, except for Thor. He is going to, he has, which I said to Ruben right away, wait a minute, there's five of them on a Winnebago and there's one motorbike? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Because it's not a motorcycle, it's, uh, it's I like know, a... but just one, okay, my turn, okay, my turn. Yeah, but maybe not all of them are going to use it. Well, only one did. <laughs> so he's going to save, um, the smart guy and the redheaded girl. And so he backs way up. Which, we see this at the beginning, and I had totally forgotten. Which is such a great foreshadowing It, it really was. That part was great. See, and then I'm tell you how they should have changed it. So, let's go back. They're going through the Winnebago. I mean, they're in the Winnebago going through a tunnel, and there's this eagle. And I'm thinking, okay, why are they showing us an eagle? There's a reason. So, all of a sudden, the eagle is flying, and it looks really nice. And all of a sudden, whack! I'm not going to make your sound Thank go crazy. You. It hits like this... Invisible wall. Yeah, with these little, like, hectagons, octagons, yeah, shapes. Octagons. And you know it's not real, and it's like, boom. So then, so the girl, the blonde has already died. Mm-hmm. We think... Marty. Marty is dead. The stoner. He's not. But, and then... Okay. So... But Marty's coffee cup bomb thing. I know, but we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> it is a little funny, but I'm not going to talk about that. That's fine. He does a lot of drugs, and you get to see a lot of... Things that he puts together and to he, he's, do drugs. Yeah, he, but he's also the only one that kind of understands what's going on. He catches it right away because they lock them all in the... The scientists lock them all in the rooms, and Marty figures out right away, wait a second, but then he thinks he's on a reality program. Doesn't realize that there's more going on. Go ahead. I keep... He also, like, they're like, how come he... We, we tried to do this to him, we tried to do that. And it's all the drugs that he's taking have numbed him to whatever they're giving him. Right. So he's the only one the whole time. They're like, whatever, Marty, you're crazy. And he's like, no, here's what is happening. He reminded me, I told you that when we were watching it, he reminded me of the character from Scream. I don't remember the character's Jamie name. Jamie Kennedy. Right, the actor, yes. But where he's explaining to them kind of the rules of horror and Those what's supposed to happen. Those are my favorite character in, in a movie. He was great. I liked him a lot. Um, so... Anyway, so Thor is going to save. He jumps this ravine and then, boom, he hits that wall that we forgot is there. And he's dead. 
So, and then the other guy and the redheaded girl are driving, and all of a sudden, the the guy gets, it just randomly threw, but we knew something was going to go on because there was a bloody handprint on the Winnebago. So he gets a hook or something gross through his neck. He's dead. And then she goes in the water, and she gets out. She's almost dead, and... The, the scientists are celebrating. We yeah. won. Yay, we got it. We beat all the other countries because they all died. Well, they didn't die. That was the problem. It, you know, let me finish. No, no, the other countries. You said because they... Oh! Do you see what I'm saying? You said they all died as in the teenagers. I thought you meant the other countries. I was like, no, 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 that's the problem. Right, no, but that was it. So they're like, they we being... won. Ha ha. You know, bleh, to you and you and you and you. We're better <laughs> than you. And then the red phone rings and they say, wait a second. You're not done yet. And here comes Marty. Marty. And so more stuff goes on, and anyway, I'm just going to finish talking about it, and then That's I'll fine. go back to why I hate this movie so much. You're fine. Then, so Marty and this girl finally figure out that there's a bottom, and there's an elevator. So they figure out how to get down, and then they realize that there's all these weird... So you see the ballerina, and she's got these funky teeth. And it's almost like a shark face yeah, with, with two multiple rows. rows. Yeah, yeah, it's gross. All these things. The ball was... Like a mermaid man. No, no, the ball was the uh, the Cenobites from Hellraiser. Yeah, see, Pinhead. you had to you had to explain that to me. The conch you, shell was the mermaid guy. Yeah, and I liked him, but he was not nice. Um, <laughs> All right, who had pink fluffy bunny that does nothing wrong? You did it. You won. Like, yeah. <laughs> but so then they get there, and things are happening, and then all of a sudden, all these bad horror movie creatures come she out. Because the purge button. Yeah, she hits the purge because she's, I think she's just trying to end it because yeah. she doesn't know what that means, so she hits it. And all these bad creatures, you see, you were telling me, there's this, there's that, there's the twins from It. I mean, not It. The Shining. Shining. But then also. Then the clown from It. And but all it's, this, it's not the clown from but, It. But you know what it's supposed to be. And all these creatures are attacking. Now they're attacking the scientists and all the scientists die. And then you kind of think it's done and here comes the director. Okay, I was excited about this part. It's Sigourney Weaver. Okay, mm -hmm. I loved that. That was great. Then she tells them, <laughs> this is the part that I was just like, dumb, that Hank Henry, what's the stoner's name? Marty? Marty. I forgot his name. But Marty has to die mm -hmm. to save the whole world. And yeah. so at first the friend is, the redhead's going to kill him and then something else happens. The and, werewolf comes out. Yes, and so he eats everybody. And Do you know why the werewolf came out? No. Because Sigourney Weaver really wanted to be in a movie with a werewolf. Seriously? Seriously. I love her. Of all the things that they could have done, she... She was like, can I have a werewolf attack She's me? always wanted to... No, the werewolf doesn't attack her. No, it attacks the redheaded girl. She's always wanted to be in a movie with a werewolf. Oh, there you go. So she's in a movie with a werewolf. So basically the whole human race is going to die, and all these creatures are going to be let out, and there's under gods and all this. See, I don't like all that stuff. I, yeah, I yeah. don't. It's not it, necessary. It's supposed to be Kronos. The, uh, it's an old uh, Greek or... Right. But it, it's one of those, yeah. I just don't like... Me personally, yes. I don't mess with that stuff. Yes. So, and then something happens, and then they win. Mm-hmm. That they don't, she doesn't kill him, and then everything's okay, and the world's gonna end, though. It still ends, yeah. It still ends. So, I, I was kind of okay with the scientists manipulating. I it's, think they it's a really could cool have, idea. And I think the idea could have gone differently. I just didn't like the whole underworld creatures are gonna destroy the. So. I didn't like it. Here, they're a metaphor. It's all a metaphor. I know, but I didn't like it. But do you know who they are? They're yeah. us. 
Well, yeah, okay. Because if I go see a horror movie... Yeah? ...and everyone makes it out... Yeah. What was the point if everyone made it out? Got it. Okay, I can... I'm. We're the ones that get appeased. We're the ones right. that go to the movie and say, I want to see some blood. I want to see this. Okay, can I just go on record? I never go to a movie theater and say, I want to see some blood. That's not what I say. But you know what I mean I'm when just you, teasing you. Yeah, I know, but you're like it's like you see a horror movie and you know like you see the like you go to a horror movie and you're like you Get up Yeah, the character's like, What's up, I'm big jock. Hey nerd, you're stupid and you're like, Oh, I hope I hope you're the first to go. Like I cannot count the amount of horror movies I've seen where it's like, Oh, please tell me you're the first to go. <laughs> like when there was that weird resurgence of bad horror movies in like two thousand eight, like when I was at the end of my high school career, uh, I remember going to the movies with my friends, watching the trailer then making all of us having a list, it was our pool. Who goes first? Who's right. the last? Right. Because there were so many of these, like, college sorority night. And it was like, oh, I'm alive. Blah. But you know, but it was like, of course you know the characters that go, that's going to live. Because she's like, I'm just trying to study and be a good person in my room. Right. So I hate this film. I yeah, absolutely but... hate this film. And I'm really mad that you made me watch it. You're wrong. No, I, you know, and I also don't care for horror very, horror very much. Yes. But I'm more of a jump scare, yeah. suspenseful, I don't think you need... You, eh, 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 you to, didn't like the ending? Did not. I didn't like it. Once they said, it's the underlying. No, no, I don't mean that. I mean the, the purge scene with everything. No. See, and to me, that's a really fun idea because that's every horror movie monster ever is now out. Um, don't care. There's the big angry tree. Don't care. There's the clown. Okay. The unicorn, though. Okay, that I have to admit, I'm all and you and I were both like unicorn. Yeah, because that's it's kind that's of funny. That's weird. Yeah, it is it, funny. This movie did a really good balance of the funny, like the you know harbinger what? at the beginning. I don't the know old, what harbinger is. The old oh, man. Oh, the I see. I don't know that word, but but um, that's what they called him. Okay, the crazy old man. That was funny. I do have to admit. Am, am I on speakerphone? Yeah, where he's he's like calling and quoting all this weird stuff, and he's like, "Wait!" And then all of a sudden, his voice changed. Am I on speakerphone? And they're like, "No." And then, oh, okay. And then he keeps going back to his crazy speech, and then they the start laughing at him, and he's like, "I am on speakerphone," and he has a real voice. So I hate this film. Mm-hmm. I think this film is terrible. Okay. It could have been so much better. I could have written it much better. Oh, jeez. So okay. sorry to the writers. Joss Whedon. Oh, who I really like. But Joss Whedon <laughs> on this one. And Drew Goddard, who also wrote Cloverfield. I have not seen Cloverfield, oh, have so I? so good. I, I don't, don't think Maybe so. Maybe you have. I is know. that the shaky cam one? Yes, I, I love seen, that movie. I haven't seen any of the Cloverfields. Oh, so good. Is there three? Yes. I haven't seen any of them. So I've only might, seen two. You might need to make me watch. Yeah, some. that's fine. I hate this film. No, you're wrong. No, I'm not. I'm not wrong. This ugh, I could have written a better film. Okay. Now, here's what I want to bring up to you. Okay. Also, rate it, just so we can say you wrote it. Throw, oh, jump on it. <laughs> break it into millions of pieces, like, ooh, 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 with a hammer. Then throw it in the garbage. Okay, what's worse, this or Howard the Duck? You, you, can't, you can't say that this, because there were parts where you laughed during this movie. There are parts where you laughed, and there's parts you enjoyed it. You cannot look me in the eyes and say, oh, yeah, there are parts I enjoyed of Howard the Duck. No, I, yeah, no. So, I tell you what, if we had to redo the list, this, this one be pretty would be pretty, pretty low down the list. Pretty low. Yeah, it would probably be uh, two or three only above it, and that's, yeah, that's it. I just, this movie... Do you remember that board game that I showed you, the Betrayal at the House on the Hill? Didn't we play it once? Yes. Yes. That's this movie. Well... Because you, yeah. you, you, you okay, go through the house, you go through point. the house, and I then, uh-oh, 
what's the magic scenario? Yeah, blah, but blah. don't watch this film. Uh, this film's amazing. Um, it's a fun, like, to no, me... No, it's not. No, here's what I'm saying, though. This would be such a fun game. Like, yes. like it's a okay, board yes, game, yes. yes. But even, like, a video game where it's like, you don't know what any of these things are going to do in the cellar. Right. But what it, and it's not... It, it would almost have to be... You wouldn't have to know. You know what I mean? You wouldn't right. know what's about to happen. You're just, like, exploring the cellar or whatever, and then the whatever item you pick up, that's the thing. But Right. And I also... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I also didn't like that... So they were showing the countries and all the scenarios... In China, it was a bunch of Japan. Cute, Japan. Oh, I'm sorry. In Japan, it was a bunch of cute little kids. Okay. And I said to you, you don't do little kids. But do you know why? No, I don't. Because that's in Japan. Yes. Kids are frightening. Like the Grudge, the Ring. It's all these like the oh, kids are the seen any kids of those are movies because they're Japanese, and you haven't watched the American remakes because they're actually scary. They're like actually frightening. Okay. But. A lot of the bad guys in those are children. Oh. But it it works really well because it it's the culture and and it. Okay. So it. But this they turn into they turn the bad guy into a frog. It's a really cute little frog too. But that's that's the thing is it's not like it's not like kids are getting dismembered. No. But it's like the spirit. But they were crying. But then they beat him. I know, but I didn't want him to. The, the, and they're singing. Yeah, in almost like a little like Yahoo okay. Norris, Yahoo Boris thing. Can like, I just tell you, if there is a scary, screaming, ghosty thing, I would not be holding hands with my friend singing a happy little song. Yeah, but that they turned it into a happy frog or the luck frog it or whatever they cute. called it. It was cute. It was a cute little frog. So I don't want to talk about this movie anymore. <laughs> I don't like this. I just, I'm sorry that you made me watch this. So it's I really two thought strikes. you were going to like this because I thought you were going to, I thought this was going to be the second split. Okay, so I would have, except it, they hit the, the, the... Under God, blah, blah, blah. I don't, and I don't like that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they could have made it so much more different. But that's but you, you get my thing, though, right, where it's all a big metaphor. Yes, I where, did because I was glad that you sat there with me and explained it because I would have been like, what? And Richard Jenkins and the other guy, Bradley Whitford, yes. they're supposed to be the writers of the movie. Drew Goddard and, and Joss Whedon. Got it. They're the writers of the movie. They're, that's why everyone's like, you did this so great and blah, blah, Because they're deciding the things the characters do. They're giving them this. Okay, so they're, that makes sense. If you look at it metaphorically. Yes, which I don't think that way because no. I just don't. So, all right. Well, that was stinky. <laughs> uh, it was. That, that was stinky. It was stinky. So, let's see. We have a... Email. What do we have? We have an email. Go ahead, Ruben. Uh, let's just do the email first. Oh, oh I no, mean, I meant we have uh, an email. We, we have a Facebook. Let's do Facebook then. Okay, We have Facebook. Facebook. Contestant Mother approved on Facebook. We have a Twitter. K- KTMA show. What? I say that and then you okay. say all that information. Okay, go for we it. We have a Twitter. KTMA show. We have a Facebook. Contestant Mother approved. We have Patreon if you'd like to donate to our little baby podcast. Patreon.com slash KTMA show. We have merchandise. Zazzle.com. Z-A-Z-Z-L-E.com slash KTMA show. Cute stuff. Wear a shirt. Look really cool. <laughs> Say, yes, I listen to this podcast, and it's really cool. It's really good. And, and the mom is amazing, and the son is it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm Thanks, just, Mom. I'm just teasing, honey. I You're know. great. Thanks, Mom. Uh-huh. All right, now, you said we had an email. Yes. I'm excited. Uh, also, our email is show at gmail.com. Yes. I always am afraid I say that wrong. No, I always look at you because you're so... You, you guys can't see him, but when he says stuff, he gets very enunciated yeah enunciated because i'm afraid i'm gonna say it wrong and that's okay because if you do they'll figure it out or they'll they'll email you and say ruben you were wrong kt am show be like stop emailing us we're a morning radio show out of tampa 
Yep, there you go. Uh, all all right. right. This is Greetings, Don and Ruben. I'm a little behind. Caught up on the last four shows today while working in the yard. Happy 50th episode. Woo-hoo! I'm pleased you're at the top of the charts, and then in parentheses, in Macedonia, with a wink, <laughs> and are sticking with it as we truly enjoy listening. I'm excited to hear episode 51. As soon as I heard the theme of comedy horror, I was chanting, Cabin in the Woods, Cabin in the Woods, oh, Cabin in the Woods. Yuck. And lo and behold, it ended up being one of the choices. Keep going. I look forward to the next 50. Lynn. I'm sorry, Lynn, that I hated it so much. I loved it, Lynn. I, that's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> You're wrong. You're so wrong. That's okay. I mean, we get to be wrong. At, you know, that's it's only our opinion. Right? Exactly. And that's okay. All right, so should we talk about... What are we watching? What are... Oh... I totally forgot. I got it. You should talk because I forgot to think about this. Yeah. So what I've been watching is this. Uh, this week I actually started rewatching uh, all of Community. I started with season one because I remember when I first got it when it first aired in like two thousand and eight. Okay. I watched. I didn't really get into the first season. I really jumped into the second season or the the second half of the first season. It is really good. It's done by Dan Harmon and the Russo brothers. Uh, and if you don't know who the Russo brothers are, huh. uh, they just did Infinity War. Oh, I was going to ask they're, you because it said Marvel's, their names sounded familiar. Yeah, they're Marvel's uh, golden boys right now. They're doing Infinity War. They did Captain America 2. They're like, they're the new Joss Whedon for Marvel. Like Marvel was really like with Joss Whedon on Avengers and then Avengers 2. And he was kind of like, okay, I'm done. And the, then the Russo brothers kind of stepped in. Okay. The show is phenomenal. The show is amazing. It is funny. It's original. Each episode has a theme. Like, it's not, not right out the gate that each episode has a theme. But, I mean, if you go back and talk to someone who loves the show, the paintball episode, the this episode, the that episode, they all have very different... There's a character named Abed who loves pop culture. He loves all that kind of stuff. And at one, in one paintball episode, he uh, Jeff, who is Joel McHale, kind of always fits that, like, handsome rogue role. And Abed mm-hmm. goes, well, I'm going to fit it before Jeff does. And he just kind of does the whole episode as Han Solo. Um, and then, of course, one of the characters kind of, like, falls for him because he's, he's just being Jeff. Um, but it's very fun. It's very... It's original. It's hilarious. And where Absolutely. are you watching it? I'm watching it on Hulu. Okay. So it's on Hulu, all of it. Even though season six didn't air on actual TV, it aired on, like, Yahoo screen. Uh, Hulu has the rights to all of it, so you can watch the entire oh, six that's seasons. that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, Yahoo screen did not last very long, but... I, see, I didn't even know that exactly. they had it. So... Okay, well, I had to think about what I was watching. Um, I love, big shocker, Turner Classic Movies. Yeah. And their month of May, they're doing serials. Serials? Serials? Serials. I can't think what series. It's true crime-themed serial. No, series. 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 So so any movie that got its own series, they've been showing. The one that I kind of got hooked on for a little while... Only with the original actors. It, it went on and on and on and on, and the original actors left, so I stopped watching it. Was the Tarzan series. Oh, yeah. From the 30s. Yeah, I was watching some of those with you. Yeah, it's good. Put some clothes on. Well, that's what happened. So the first two, so it stars, um, Sullivan was the last name of the girl, because there's a couple of Sullivan actors, and I don't want to say the wrong name, so Sullivan. Uh, Tarzan was played by Johnny Weismuller, who was an Olympic swimmer. And he, the whole time, is wearing the little loincloth. This is 1934 when these came out, the first two. And she's wearing this little bikini thing. And then in 1936, the whoever said, no, 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 that's not okay. She can't wear that. That's a little too... And they, in fact, had to kind of change them because they said that they were too adult. Yes. You know, they were. They were a little bit... For 1934, it was a little bit much. So then... 
1936, and she's just wearing it's basically like a gunny sack, brown, plain <laughs> dress for the rest of them. Um, I want to say Marino Sullivan, but I might be wrong. That seems but right. Fantastic, fun. Um, so every, I think, Tuesday in the month of May, they're showing a series of movies mm -hmm. based on characters. So that's been Ooh. kind of fun to watch. Also been watching my Hallmark movies because that's just fun. So I like them because life is just like a Hallmark no, movie. No, it's not. I know. Yeah, well, you know what, you're right though, where it goes to my neighbor Ed Asner and then my other neighbor Brian Doyle Murray. I know, I love it. It's so good. Did I even reference that Ed Asner is in Cobra Kai? No, you didn't. He's yeah. really old now. Yeah. But that's okay. But he plays an old, he's not playing the young guy, he plays an old guy. Which, but, uh, he's, he's perfect. He's Johnny's stepdad. Oh, okay. He's only in like two episodes. But I like but I was it. like, is that Ed Asner? I think it is. Yes. Um, All right, so should we talk about next week's theme yeah, in our May mix mashup thing? Mm mashup is what you called it mishmash may something mishmash may i don't know what i called it mishmash may mishmash may all right what's our theme next week week mom i don't know if i want to do this thing yeah this is not a theme that you're super familiar with just kidding it's romantic comedies because this is like the the biggest mishmash theme of all time like this it's is like my favorite but this is almost a theme that's like not you don't even consider it like a like a mixed theme anymore you no, know what I mean? it's, it's just what it is yeah. But I like it. Okay, who's going to pick? Who's? You're going to go first. So I'm going to tell you what you're watching? Yes. Okay. I'm going to give you some hints. Oh, boy. This is um, one actor that I can't think he's... To, can't hardly wait. No, what's that? It's not that one. Hard to hold. No, it's that's not a romantic comedy. Nope. But this actor will hit number four. Four movies that... Tom he, Hanks. Four movies... I'm going back. Four movies... That we have watched with him in it, I think. Chris Sarandon. Gordon Levitt. What? A romantic comedy with Joseph Gordon Levitt that you haven't watched already? Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what it is. And Heath Ledger. Yeah, yeah. Ten things I Julia hate Stiles? about. Yeah, Julia Stiles. Love her. Ten things I hate about you. It's also got that other kid in it. Uh, the girl was she? Is it Alex Mack from oh. when you guys were kids? Oh, I'm thinking of. Um, the kid from, he's not a kid. He's the guy from Numbers. He's a comedian. He's Ju David Crumholtz. Yes. And he was, yes. Yes. Like the sidekick to the. To Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah. yeah. So, 10 Things I Hate About You. Great film. Great. Love, love. This is going to be interesting. Okay. Because I, we talked about this a little bit. And this is going to be the first time uh, for this show, for okay. this kind of movie. And I'm interested because I looked up, I, I looked, what I Googled was, irreverent romantic comedies because I, I wanted something that I was sure you hadn't seen because you love romantic comedies no, but I doesn't? wanted to give you a new Kay. thing to watch something Kay. new and something different Fine. and this was on the list and I was like and I actually got this confused with another thing and I went oh yeah and then I realized no 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 I thought that this was Sleepwalk with me okay which is a movie by Mike Birbiglia he plays yes. he doesn't play himself but he plays himself right that movie is not technically a romantic comedy Okay. It's just a comedy about his life. What you are going to be watching is on Netflix. Okay. It is the you have Netflix, right? Yes, I don't have yes. It. Okay. We have it on the TV, too. Okay. It is the one-man show by Mike Birbiglia called My Girlfriend's Boyfriend, which is a one-man show about him and relationships. And that's considered a romantic comedy? It was on the list. That's crazy. Okay, well, I have no idea about that one, so that'll be good. And I know that you've seen him in person a I've couple times. Him, yeah. yeah. Someone else you've met that I've met no one. That's not true. I've met no one. You saw... 
He saw JR in an airport. Jay, oh, the wrestling guy, but I didn't like, hey, how's it going? I just... See, that's that's me, though. It's I like, know. I'll see someone and I'll walk up and be like, hey, man, don't want to draw a bunch of attention, but big fan. See you later. Have a good one. I just do. I just probably. Duh. Yeah, that's what I would do. You just stare at him. Look, look. Yeah. Although when I met Nathan Fillion, I turned into you for a second. I was like, hey, my mom's a big fan. Ha, my mom calls you a boyfriend. Ha. He's like, I get that a lot. And he like winked. I was like, okay, bye. Ha. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, okay, guys. Uh, Ruben has to watch 10 Things I Hate About You, which and, is an amazing film. And you're going to watch My Girlfriend's boyfriend I, th- I always get the name wrong but yes my girlfriend's boyfriend sounds fantastic That's <laughs> you're worried Did yeah you? you're I worried. Am very worried all right okay bye guys bye guys bye.